a new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra, Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. All right, man, I'll t- I'm going to be honest with you. I've prepared absolutely nothing for the show today because it's been one of those uh, one of those mornings. And for those of you that don't know, a little, you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit, there is a, uh, I do two shows. I do this show, of course, but before this at 5.30 a.m., I do a second show. Or I guess that would be the first show if we're going chronologically. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. There's two shows. The one before this starts at 5.30 a.m., and that's broadcast. Uh, we just moved over to a new building. It actually happens to be the same building that houses our TV partner, uh, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Uh, it's where Mike Burrish is and Ariel Nixon and Action News Jacks and all that good stuff. Um, they put us there a couple weeks ago. And the problem is that we weren't, they, they remembered, oh my God, you got this other show at, at New, uh, News 104.5 WOKV, which isn't set to move for like six more months. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think that's probably a pretty, pretty conservative estimate. Uh, so, so I commute back and forth. I end the show over there, I get in the car and I drive over here. And uh, it just so happens that between here and there is, uh, is the St. John's Town Center. More specifically, Town Center Parkway and 295, which is, of course, was the site last night of that shooting. Three dead, one in critical condition, appears to be some kind of drive-by shooting. Car sped off after uh, nine bullets were, you know, you penetrated the vehicle. Cops everywhere. They even shut down. I heard Tim Tompkins because thank God I was listening. Usually I listen to like, you know, some kind of some kind of, you know, positive affirmations uh, on the way to work because God, you know, God knows I need them. But I, I'm in my car and I'm listening to Tim Tompkins and he's telling me it's closed. They closed the road. You can't get on to St. John's Bluff. You can't exit 295 on this on the town center park. When I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I have to go all the way to beach, which I did. Uh, you know, and it was it was a little, you know, was I'm not saying. You know, there were there were people with bigger problems than me at that moment in time. Um, and then so as I was driving back, I was like, well, look, hopefully they've cleared it all up. And I'm driving down there and there's a, a brand new gate gas station, you know, right by that dirt road that everyone thinks is how you get to top golf. But it's not really. And if you turn in there, you just end up on a dirt road. Now, fun fact, if you keep driving on that dirt road, you do eventually end up at top golf. But unless you have some kind of, you know, four wheel drive vehicle, I wouldn't. I would advise it. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So I'm coming back toward uh, toward News 104.5 WOKV to do this show. And I pull up. I see that gate station. And sitting there is a, is a vehicle, a white SUV, and it says News 104.5 WOKV. So I think to myself, this is great. I'll pull in quickly. I'll talk to whoever's in the car. I'll get some detailed information. And then I can go back on my show and seem like I know what I'm talking about when really uh, I, I don't at all. So I pull up. And I roll down the window, and it's it's award-winning news reporter Stephen Ponson, who's been there pretty much all day, and I'm guessing will be there for several more hours. And I was asking him, I'm like, so what happened? What's going on? And he pointed it out to me. It was the oddest thing ever, the placement of where this vehicle was when these guys got shot. Was, you know, it wasn't in a parking lot. It was not like they pulled into the gas station, and somebody who was trailing them pulled in next to him and, and opened fire. Boom, boom, boom. It wasn't like that at all. It was on the side of the road, right underneath the overpass. Like if you're exiting UNF coming toward the town center, that's the northern side of that road. It's like they drove right under the underpass, the exit there, you know, coming on to, to town centers right there. And for whatever reason, they were stopped on the side of the road. The other car pulled up right next to them, you know, emptied the clip or whatever they did and then sped off. And there's there's traffic cameras there and there's that Baptist Health 
center, which you, I mean, I imagine has cameras, but for, for, you know, for whatever, we don't even know the identities of the victims yet alone, uh, you know, who's responsible and the cops are still looking for him. But, you know, this is, this, it was a little scary because it's the town center. It's like, you know, I take my kids to play flag football at UNF and we drive right down that road uh, to go to Starbucks afterward or to go to Panera afterward or to go to M Shack or wherever, you know, wherever we're going. You know, I drive right down that road back and forth to work every day. And now all of a sudden it's the sighting, uh, it's the site of a, of a, of a brutal, you know, what appears to me. And again, I know nothing about anything, but it appears to be some kind of gang related shooting or some kind of real, like somebody had a grudge, you know, that's the kind of thing you open fire into a car full of people like that at 10, what was it, 1045, 1055 or, I mean, it wasn't even late. It wasn't like the middle of the night. It wasn't even that late. You know, it was, it was, it was still prime time. And, uh, and then you speed off. That's definitely some kind I mean, it's premeditated, number one. You obviously knew the people, and you did not want them walking this earth anymore. Um, and it's happening at the St. John's Town Center, which is, uh, which is really kind of, you know, one of, the, one of the most menacing things menacing things about this incident. Anyway, as we get more detail, like I said, award-winning news reporter Stephen Ponson said he's going to be there for a couple more hours. So I'm sure if any new news uh, pops up or, you know, the cops are all gone, by the way. Everything's gone. The car's gone. There's really little sight uh, that anything had happened. They they cleaned up that crime scene uh, really well. But again, there's no uh, there's no information as of yet. Hopefully we'll get some. Hopefully we'll get some uh, before too long. In the meantime, a couple of other. And so anyway, I rolled in here and like I, did, I sat down and Scott, who's helping out this week because Josh, uh, uh, our executive producer, had a baby. Uh, his wife had a baby. Man, if he had had a baby, that would have been that would have been a great. That's a YouTube video. Uh, that that would that would go viral for sure. But his wife had a baby last week, and congratulations to them. So Scott's in here helping out, and I and I sat down. And I go, dude, I don't even know what's going on. I haven't had five. I've been running back and forth, stopping at at crime scenes, trying to get some information. What's going on? And he said, we've been getting all these open mics about this proposal to now base movie ratings on whether or not the characters in the movie are smoking. I uh, in fact, I believe I believe that's probably. I think that's right. When you come to trying to make it a rating in a movie just because they show somebody smoking, my kids can see somebody smoking on the side of the road. Are they going to start charging people with indecent exposure? What? Where does it stop? Yeah, where does it stop? So now movies, which <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, the smoking seems to be the least destructive thing in the movie. I mean, when you look at all the, I was just watching a, or reading a review about Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic Park, Jurassic Universe or whatever. The, I don't even know what they're calling it, but it's like the fifth Jurassic Park movie. It's the new one. And they're saying this thing is loaded with, 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 you know, uh, what, like, um, what do you call it? Like uh, global warming propaganda. This thing is loaded with liberal uh, messages and, 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 and pulp. They're trying to pump these messages that we're killing all the animals and mankind is bad, all that stuff. They're trying to pump it out ad nauseum in the movie. They've been doing it forever. Disney's, uh, uh, Disney is insane about it, man. They are the worst. Uh, we went to, I took my kids to go see Cars 2 years ago, and the whole thing was about, you know, the uh, the oil industry is being bad, and oil industry is destroying America, and the evil people were called smokers. That was the evil cars in the, uh, I, I want to say, it was or was that the uh, Waterworld? Whatever. It was all these bad things that were happening. The evil people in Waterworld were smokers, and they just try to, to, to pin all of this negativity on uh, on anything that they don't want, and then they pump it into movies. But apparently now the uh, the, the movie rating system is going to is going to penalize films based on whether or not a character is smoking. 
Movie ratings already take into consideration content like smoking. Parents just need to do a better job of researching what's in a movie before they allow their child to see it. It's just too easily available out there today on the internet, and some parents are just too lazy. Yeah, well, I think a lot of parents are are definitely lazy. And, yeah, I mean, the smoking, I don't think smoking came from movies. When I was a kid, you know, it wasn't the smoking that, it wasn't going to the movies. I'm like, oh, they're smoking, they're cool. I feel like it was more just the people around me. I mean, I grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, so clearly everybody smoked. Everybody, I mean, it had to be an R.J. Reynolds product, though, because that that was their headquarters. And one of my one of my good friends in high school, he got the worst beating of his life from his dad, not because he was caught smoking, but because he was caught smoking Marlboro Lights. And his dad was like, are you kidding me? I go to work in this factory every day. You smoke camels or you get out of this house. And so he switched to camels and everything, you know, everyone was everything was fine with it. So that, you know, that was my lifestyle. Growing. I grew I went to R.J. Reynolds High School. And ironically, you couldn't smoke on campus anywhere, uh, so you had to go to your car. But so, I mean, it, it was my peers. It was the parents. It was the whole, I mean, the whole industry, the whole city was basically built on cigarettes, literally. You would walk outside and you would smell the cured tobacco. Um, you know, so is, is that really where these kids are getting these negative messages from, from the movies? It's kind of funny. The one news story, they're trying to demonize smoking cigarettes, and then the next story is trying to get legalized smoking marijuana. What's wrong with this picture? I mean, that's a whole other conversation for all of there. 340-1045 is our number. 340-1045 uh, is the number. Give me a buzz. Let me know your thoughts on this. Is Should they make movies R-rated or X-rated if people are smoking excessively? This is the Mark K Show. Your phone call is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. We live here. This is our town. We are Jacksonville. Let your voice be heard. Hey, Mark. Love your show, buddy. Tell Mark what you think by using the open mic in the WOKV app. Thanks for listening to me, Mark. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. 340-1045 is the number. This is Michael in Georgia. Michael, thanks for calling. What do you want to say about this new um, this new idea they have about you know, rating movies based on whether or not characters are smoking? Well, I don't know about the rating of it. I think it's kind of ridiculous to base it on anything, but I think some of the movie makers have gotten ahead of the game. I was watching a trailer for an upcoming uh, movie. I think it was about RFK, but... Uh, they had a, a content warning saying that uh, smoking was portrayed, is portrayed in this movie for historical purposes. Oh, only. yeah. For historical, yeah. right. Because back then, I mean, everybody smoked everywhere. They smoked Absolutely. in yeah, courtrooms. They smoked in Congress. They smoked in radio stations. They smoked in elevators. Every It wasn't, you know, movie, war movies, all the old war cowboy movies. We were just talking about Scott was like, they're going to have to redo every old cowboy movie. They're going to have to like re, uh, you know, go back and give them all R ratings because every single one of them, they were smoking a cigar or, you know, there was some kind of puff of pipes. Does pipe smoking count as well? I mean, there's so much smoking in films. And also, is that really what, you know, is, is that really where kids are going to learn these bad habits? I have a feeling it's not. I have a feeling bad habits are always learned uh, at, at the home level. Gary in Jacksonville, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, Gary. What do you want to say? So, I'm, I'm you know, you're, you're focusing on the smoking thing, and then you mentioned before about the uh, uh, oil and gas industry, but what about guns? Ultimately, guns, I mean, 
what's next? But yeah. let's uh, let's put a rating on that to the band Guns. Maybe it's going to help Hollywood fall flat on its face. I mean, you I'm know, pretty sure it's going to backfire. The gun thing has always been a problem because every Hollywood superstar has come out. Uh, whenever there's a shooting at a school, and they've always said, you know, the the you know end the 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 menace, get rid of guns. Guns, you know, are horrible. There's no reason to have these assault rifles. It's always Hollywood leading the charge. They all, you know, protect our children, protect our kids. That's the number one thing you hear coming from all of these major motion picture stars. The the problem is twofold. Number one, they all walk around with security guards who are armed. And number two, they all star in movies where nine times out of ten, there's guns, there's shooting, there's gun violence, there's missiles, there's bad guys, there's people blowing things up. You know, the Batman movies, the all the Marvel movies, Spider-Man, there's killing and death and and in every one of those scenarios. Uh, you know, even the even the historical films are mostly all about all about people killing people because they're about wars and stuff like that. Wonder Woman, in every movie that any major motion picture star has starred in is going to have violence of some kind. You just you just can't get away from it. So it is kind of twofold there. What you know? How do you what do you teach kids? Hey, guns are bad, but then you go out and make a movie where everyone has a gun. You know, that's that's a big problem for them. Amy from in Arlington, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Amy, what did you want to say? What do you think? Well, I just don't think that it matters what they do with the ratings because all of this comes down to it's the parents' job to teach these kids yeah. and to set an example. And if the parents are setting a bad example or if parents are drinking, smoking, using drugs, that's what the kids are going to do. doesn't matter what they see on TV. They're yeah. going to do what their parents do. Parents, older brothers, older sisters, uncles, bosses, that kind of thing. I mean, whatever, whatever you know, the movies, these, and again, I kind of I kind of tend to think that nobody cares about movie ratings anyway. You know, my uh, my wife used to work in the film industry. She was in marketing for Sony Pictures, and we would. There was this one guy, and he had a website. Uh, I forget what it was called. His name was Jim Judy. He had a website, and he is he would go to every movie, and he would write down every time there was a bad word, every time there was a gun scene, every time somebody smoked, and he would make these really. You know, he didn't. He, he would say the movies rated R or whatever, but he would write these really intensive charts about the movies. And I, like I remember, we went to go see the Eminem movie Eight Mile. And at, when we were done, I looked at him. I said, hey, Jim, how many F words in that movie? And he looked at me. He goes, 53, <laughs> because he had been keeping track. So if you want to know how good or bad a movie is, there's plenty of ways for you to figure that out before you go see it uh, or before you take your kid to go see it. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. What do you think about rating movies based on smoking? It's the Mark K Show. Your phone call is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Pontevedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. By the way, as we mentioned yesterday, and as uh, continued, we're continuing to follow it today, the Miss America pageant has dropped the bikini uh, competition, the, the swimsuit competition. They've dropped it from the beauty pageant. So now, if you want to see women in bikinis... You know, you have to go to Instagram or, or the beach 
which uh, happens to be nearby. So uh, lucky news for you. Uh, 340-1045 is our number. 340-1045 is our number. Nick's on the line from Doctors Inlet. Uh, Nick, what do you think about this new thing? There's a big story today on the AP. It was coming out about how uh, movie ratings are going to focus now more on smoking in an effort to cut out smoking uh, and, I guess, you know, keep any any children from from picking it up from anything they may they may see in the movie. So you, if you have characters in a movie smoking, it could get you an R rating. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think it's a bit ridiculous. I really do. You know, you'll, you'll talk to the folks that make these movies and they'll say, well, it's a form of art. Yeah. And you can't restrict art, okay? Right. But it's gotten to the point where it's so absurd that you can't even see, you know, cartoons anymore i'm 67 years old and i grew up watching yosemite sam and uh, popeye and all these other different cartoons and people would get blown up and they get shot you know how many times did the the, the roadrunner uh outfox uh, yosemite sam with a dynamite and, and guns and the coyote like he outfoxed the coyote yeah coyote right and you, you you can't you can't even see those uh cartoons on tv anymore and it's just crazy it's yeah. just insane no, nothing like a good old fashioned violent cartoon. I'll give you that one. Uh, yeah. You know, the other thing I about a, I have another comment too. Oh. I just brought it up about the uh, the Miss, Miss Universe. Yeah, the, America, Miss, the Miss America pageant, right? Okay, what's going to happen when the first transgender individual comes and tries to get on stage? Think about that for a second. Well, I mean, I don't know that you'll be able to tell because there's no bikini competition anymore. So you know, that's that's going to be it's going to be difficult. But uh, that's a good point. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. The thing about Popeye, I remember with the spinach, uh, you know, these days, you no one would be caught dead eating canned spinach. It used to be you would eat spinach in a can. I remember that. But think about this. When's the last time? When's the last time anybody ate spinach out of a can? I guarantee there's going to be some kind of dietary. If you try to show a Popeye cartoon, there's going to be some kind of dietary council or some kind of expert on on children's nutrition. They're going to say, look, spinach, raw spinach, organic raw spinach from the grocery store is much healthier than canned spinach. So we need to put a warning on these Popeye cartoons. Because also he's squeezing the can and that could call that that doesn't you know, that's number one can't happen. But also, you know, the, the you get the jagged edge on the top of the can when you do that. It was always a jagged edge, like you'd cut it. So let's just get that uh let's just get that out of the way. But again, when you look at the causes of smoking or drinking or or you know, using a gun inappropriately or anything, it usually comes from some idiot in the household, not some idiot on the movie screen. Uh, you know, I, I, and when I look back at all my friends who smoked or all my friends who did drugs or all my friends who drank or whatever, they did it because they were influenced not by something they saw on television, but by somebody they came in contact with either at a party or at school or, you know, when their parents weren't looking or they snuck out or they, they didn't feel cool in their own skin. So they sought out people that would help them feel cool. And those people that help them feel cool usually did it in a dumb way, like smoking or doing. You know, how many people here? This is a good. This is a good. Uh, this is a. This is a great uh, quick phone poll. If you smoke or if you smoked at one time, uh, give me a call and answer this question: three four zero one zero four five, three four zero one zero four five. Where did you get your very first cigarette? Did you buy it in a store because you went to the movies? And you saw them smoking and thought, that's cool, so yeah, I'm going to run by the Walgreens on the way home. Not the CVS, because they don't sell cigarettes anymore, but the Walgreens. Or did you steal it from your parents? Which I think is probably what 99% of people did. 
You know, did you go, you know, you go through even the ashtray. Sometimes your parents didn't finish the whole thing and they had the long butt. You're like, oh, you can get a couple good drags off of that. And you'd be, you'd be smoking old cigarette butts out of the ashtray when your parents weren't looking. Did you get it from a cousin or an older brother or older, older sister, you know, who thought it would be funny to watch you? Where did you get that first cigarette? Because I guarantee it wasn't because you went to go see a movie or watched a cartoon or turned on a TV show and saw somebody smoking and said, man, I got to I gotta get me some of that. I'm going to roll over to the store right now, and I'm going to pl- pop down a, a dollar or two dollars, or if it's more recently than that, you know, $20 for a pack of cigarettes and see, you know, and I want to be cool just like them. I want to be cool just like them. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. We'll see. and Because, again, when you look at where these things come from, it always starts uh, in your house. It always starts at home or with the people that you know. 340-1045 is the number. We got Shannon on the phone. I'm just waiting for her to get on hold so we can talk to her. Pop her on hold so we can talk to her on the phone. Uh, all right. And maybe. No, maybe. All right. We'll, we'll get to her in a minute. Oh, there we go. Shannon from Orange Park. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Hey, good, Shannon. When's uh, Where'd you get your first smoke from? Was it from a, a movie? Yeah. My, well, my friend's dad... He was uh, our neighbor. Uh, he smoked, and uh, we just started stealing his cigarettes. And next thing you know, uh, 40 years later, still smoking. Yeah, so there you go. So you stole your dad's or your friend's dad's cigarettes because they were easy to get to. You saw him doing it. You thought, all right, we'll try that. Same thing with beer. You know, nobody goes out and watches, like, uh, I don't know, Animal House and says, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start drinking. Because those guys look cool. Because first of all, they didn't look cool. Second of all, you know, you you get it from you steal it from your parents' fridge. I guarantee the first beer you had was whatever your mom and dad drank. The, you know, mine mine that's where I got mine. My dad drank Milwaukee's best, and it's a wonder I still drink beer today because that stuff was dis- <laughs> disgusting. Beth from Fernandina, how are you? I'm great. I hope you are. Oh, I'm doing great, Beth. Where'd you get your bad habits from? Well, I stole cigarettes. From my dad's top drawer, uh-huh. they, they used to give cigarettes away on the airlines. On the airlines, yeah, a long time ago. Yes, little little packages of four cigarettes. Right. And I would steal the little packages. Did your dad work for an airline, or you just would when well, you were on the? Just traveled a lot. He just traveled a lot, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Well, like, I used to go to if you uh, when, like I said, I grew up in Winston Salem, North Carolina. You could go, you could go on the factory tour for free, and at the end of the tour you would get a free pack of cigarettes. So, you know, friends of mine in high school who were smoking and also broke would just go on the one-hour tour, get a free pack of smokes at the end. The next day, they'd go back, they'd take the tour again, and they'd get the free pack of cigarettes. This is Trish uh, from Orange Park. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Great, Trish. Where'd you get your first uh, cigarette from? Was it from a movie that you saw, or was it from your parents? Ah, uh, from another kid. From another at kid? Church. Oh, at church. Okay, good. That makes sense. Was that before or after the uh, the sermon? <laughs> <laughs> definitely after. Yeah, definitely after. Hey, thank, thanks so much for calling. Russ from the South Side, how are you? Good, how are you doing today? Hey, good, Russ. Where'd you pick up your smoking habit? From my parents. Long butt, right out of an ashtray. There you see, the long butt. That's, I think, how most kids start. The kid, they don't even steal the whole cigarette because they're afraid that their parents are counting. So they go to the ashtray, and they look for the longest butt they could find, and they stick that long butt right in their mouth, and they light it up, 
and then uh, that's it, man. They're done. And they never do it because they saw, uh, you know, somebody doing it in a movie. It's not because they were watching, you know, I mean, I don't even know what you were watching, uh, Clint Eastwood or, or you know, any JFK or any or any of those other films where, you know, uh, what's it, uh, Pulp Fiction, any of those other things. It's none of that. It's because your parents did it. You got, you should, they should start putting ratings on parents. Your parents are R-rated because they smoke, they cuss, they drink, and they have sex with the door open. If you're living in this house, you should not be around your parents if you're under the age of 17. John and Pontevedra, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Doing great, John. Where'd you get your first cigarette from? Uh, parents' ashtray, like everyone else did. Parents' ashtray. They should have <laughs> sold those. They should have like had they, little little boxes of you know long butts, and you can just get two yeah. or three dragons, give them, you know, sell them in the candy aisle where all the kids can get them. Hey, th- thanks so much for your call. Three three four zero. 1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. So far, it, it, we've had uh, four people say they started smoking because they stole cigarettes from their parents. One stole from his friend's dad. Another one got a cigarette at church. 340-1045. Uh, clearly, the movies are not the problem. More of your phone calls coming up on the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. Whether you're at work or on the go, listen live everywhere you go with the News 104.5 WOKV app. Okay. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks for joining me today. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. got a ton of these open mic messages on our uh, mobile app. News 104.5 is the uh, mobile. Just go to the Google Play Store if you're on Google or go to... Um, Go to uh, the iTunes store. It's really great because a couple things can happen. Number one, you can send us an open mic message and you can tell us anything you want. Uh, like, for example, when we were talking about these movies getting R ratings for for smoking and then you guys sent us these open mic messages saying this kind of stuff. Okay, this is coming from a mother of three. So you mean to tell me that you want to rate movies rated R that contain smoking, but it's okay for regular primetime TV to use words such as GD, B, and many other four-letter words and practically show pornographic clips, but smoking needs to be rated R. Hmm, I think you have your priorities backwards, people. They have great quality, too. So you can do that in the mobile app. Also, you can listen to uh, past episodes of the Marques Show. You can stream the uh, the uh, news live and get weather. It's great. It's And it's free. So definitely do that. Let's get back to the phones because we've got a ton of people uh, that are commenting. Here's our poll today. Did you learn how to smoke from movies or did you learn how to smoke from somewhere else? So far, a lot of folks have said their parents, their neighbors. Uh, they just helped themselves to the long butts left in the ashtray. And one girl learned how to smoke at church. 3401045. This is Sherry. Sherry, where did you learn how to smoke? Was it at a movie? No, Mark. I learned to smoke in the military when I was in basic training and the smokers got a smoke break. Oh yeah. Was... Well they didn't had to stand around and then they got assigned to do something, so I started smoking. <laughs> that's, that's that's military logic for you. All right, if you yep. smoke, you get five minutes. If you don't smoke, keep working. Uh I smoke now. Thanks for that one. Okay, go over there. Smoke your butt. Come back here and go to work. (laughs) I love it. Randy in Jacksonville. How are you? Morning, Mark. How are you doing? Hey, doing great, Randy. Where did you learn how to smoke? I started smoking the same as your last caller in the military. I never smoked until I got into the military until I started making you clean stuff. And then uh, I went to the PX and bought cigarettes so I could go on a smoke break with everyone else. (laughs) 
And thanks, thanks, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate I remember thinking that, too, because we had a lot of people at the radio station who smoked way back when, and they would get to stop work and go outside to smoke because you couldn't smoke in the building anymore. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd like to just take seven minutes off. So I just stopped, you know, so I just stopped working. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really work. That whole commercial break, I was on Instagram, so I don't really, I really shouldn't complain. Leon, uh, good morning. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Where did you learn to smoke, Leon? Mark, I had uh, good parents. My mother, my mother gave me my first cigarette. Your mother did. Yep. Oh, that's she cool. Did. I was 18 years old, graduated from high school, sitting under an oak tree with her one afternoon, and gnats were bothering me. And I told her to give me a cigarette. She gave it to me. Oh, because the smoke keeps the gnats away. Right. Yeah, that's good right. too. Yeah, I'm going to keep you safe from the gnats. I mean, it kills you slowly, but it keeps you safe from the gnats. That's that's great. Jackie in Middleburg, where did you learn to smoke? Hello, Mark. Hello, Jackie. You? I'm great. How are you? Yes, this is a good one. My husband. Your husband. My husband. <laughs> what? If he was working on his car or mowing the yard. Please light me a cigarette. Oh, I see. So you had to light him the cigarette because he didn't yes. have his hands free. He was, yes. Hands were greasy. Didn't have time to get off the lawnmower. It was easier for me to light it for him and hand it to him. Yeah. And so after a while, what, you just started smoking yourself? Yes. All right. I mean, look, you know. And I, if he's on the lawnmower, he's going to be on there a good two minutes before he gets back around to me. So I started smoking <laughs> I had, no, I had the cigarette in my mouth for two minutes. It was tough not to smoke. Hey, thank, hey, thank you so much for calling. You know what they say in sickness and in health till death do us part. All right, listen, I got a, I got a bolt tomorrow. Another all new Mark K show coming up at 11 a.m. Thanks to everyone who called. Thanks for all your open mic messages. Keep them coming. Stay tuned because the news and Rush Limbaugh is next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.